minor, but you know, we're we're all imperfect beings, I suppose. All right, thank you to Alex Belhaj for engineering today, uh, and for Shakuntali Tamba. Shakuntali Tamba. Why do I trip up over that? Just it's think so shock funny. treatment. That's much easier. Well, you know what it is. It's because I've been writing for six hours, and then when I leave the house, my mouth doesn't work. My brain is going <laughs> sideways. So did you and say stuff. there'd be music, a musical guest, maybe next week, or no, am I wrong? You're wrong. No, I'm wrong. No, wrong. I thought I'm Joe sorry. Riley was coming He's in. He's coming in after, and I'm going to pre-record for another show. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, all right. I can get a guest for you, though, but I think we better let Mike Perini come on with Pandora's Lunchbox oh, coming here. Oh, okay. Thank you, Ali. Thank you, Shock. We'll see you next week, everybody. Say Good it. Talk way awesome. <laughs> A box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's that Hand off his box A box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe that means I have Half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Hi, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is peripherally a show about food at times, sometimes peripherally for the entire show it's about food. But today there's a whole lot going on at the same time and we pretty much have to get it all in the skillet and put it all together and put it in front of you. And speaking of skillets, well, as you may have heard, Ann Arbor legend Shaky Jake passed away on Sunday his pink sunglasses, pink hat, and large bow tie will always be with us. And we want to take a moment to think about him. And at 7 o'clock, it's Arwolf facing the music, and his show will be called The Ritualistic Apotheosis of Shake and Jake, he informs me. The Ritualistic Apotheosis of Shake and Jake. That starts at 7. Shaken versus Shaky, that's a whole other deep debate that's been going on in this town for a long time. I don't know how deep it is, but it's true. It's a debate. Let us now pause for a moment of shaking. Have bacon. Fold on down the skeet. Cause we put the meat in the skillet. To bait fucking on down the line. All the huckabucka babies flock together. Cause they float on down the lane. Call it bad bacon, bad bacon song. When everybody's mind, the song of tomorrow. That bacon song When they cry Let my heart be on That's why they call it the fat bacon song Tells you to put the bacon in the stove in the skillet The flea got separate So the crow, he wanted to eat it all up So the flea said, no, we all eat So all the justice, they, they put this meat in the skillet the, the, the crowd quiet, and the meat went down the drain. So just as the possum went to eat it, they'll ever say, get back, don't be so selfish, flea. <laughs> Let's all eat. <laughs> and roll away.
hug around the baby all day. And it's a good thing, too. That's Shake and Jake, and that is Fat Bacon, a composition of his own writing. And that is from a collection called On the Move, which I need to find a copy of. I had a tape by Shake and Jake. He signed it, and I don't know where it is. I think it, went, think it moved. I think that's what they do. But uh, Shaken Jake Woods is gone, but always with us. He passed away on Sunday, and remembering Shaken Jake today, and, and remembering a bunch of other stuff. And, you know, Fat Bacon by Shaken Jake makes at least as much sense as the state government, and that's definitely true. Well, you know, the state government has a—how's that for a segue? The state government has a $1.8 billion deficit facing it down, or it's facing it down, or something like that. And it has about 10 days to solve this, or else the government may partially shut down, and people may have to lose their jobs for a little while while we figure it all out. And, 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 and there's this big battle between people who say that no taxes should ever be raised under any circumstances, and those who say that we should raise some taxes under circumstances, say, where we're $1.8 billion in debt. And that what inspired me when I saw this this report from Rachel Lippman of the Michigan Public Radio Network. Ham and eggs dueled outside the state capitol Tuesday night. I'll say that again. Ham and eggs dueled outside the state capitol Tuesday night as groups advocating different solutions to the budget crisis made their voices heard. There were two people dressed as chickens, and the chickens were, I guess, in favor of the idea of raising taxes and were trying to get legislators to not be so chicken about raising taxes when there's $1.8 billion in, in, the, in, the, in the offing. The offing. We will be offed without that money. And two people dressed as chickens stood in front of a large styrofoam pig used by an anti-tax group. Pork. Get it? The chickens were urging Republican members, the chickens were urging Republican members, I like saying that, to spare the state from drastic cuts that would be required without additional revenue. Julie Powers is a spokesperson for the chickens, and so they had her talking about this. She said, you're going to hurt kids, first responders, food safety. Think about all the recalls we've just had about salad. People could die if we implement the kind of cuts that the Republicans are talking about. And so there you go. Powers says the chickens' message is also directed is also directed at the 10 Democrats who have yet to join with their other colleagues to approve a $1.2 billion increase in taxes. Is it taxes? It doesn't say whether it's taxes or spending cuts or what. Nonetheless, that's what the state is facing right now, and they actually had to bring bring fresh change of underwear and and have uh, cots and things like that in the state capitol, so they would spend the whole weekend discussing the state budget, and then they went home, and there's no solution yet. So on and on it goes. Ham and eggs are flying everywhere. It's not a pretty sight, but I'm wearing uh, a poncho made of Velcro, so I don't know what that means. But here's what the Republicans are saying. This is a secret policy statement that we have intercepted here at Pandora's Lunchbox. This is what the Republicans say to say to those Democrats when they dress like chickens and they say, you have to raise taxes because of the fringe things, the pork, like, uh, you know, those pork special interests, like, you know, firefighters and, oh, police protection, things like that. Universities. What do we need those for? I mean, that's just for rich, crazy people. So nonetheless, if you see a chicken dressed like that, this is what the Republicans think you should say. Turn that chicken down.
That is Geraint Watkins. His first name is spelled G-E-R-A-I-N-T Watkins from his album Dial W for Watkins, and that is Turn That Chicken Down. Now, the last thing I played before that was actually from Shake and Jake Woods on the move, and I noticed that the CD put together is on the record label 172 Degrees Hot Fat Bacon Records. And so I was inspired to go onto Wikipedia and look up bacon. And there's some important information here. Did you know that a slice of un, a side of unsliced bacon is a flitch or slab bacon, while an individual slice of bacon is a rasher in the UK, Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand, or simply a slice or strip in North America? Slices of bacon are also known as collops, and I don't mean like calling you up, but C-O-L-L-O-P-S. Traditionally, the skin is left on the cut and is known as bacon rind. Well, we knew that. Rindless bacon, however, is quite common. In the UK and Ireland, bacon comes in a wide variety of cuts and flavors, whereas bacon in the U.S. is predominantly what is known as streaky bacon, (laughs) or streaky rashers in the U.K. and Ireland. If that that makes sense to you, then maybe you can help me. So, streaky rashers. Bacon made from the meat of the back of the pig is referred to as back bacon and is part of traditional British and Irish breakfasts. In the U.S., back bacon may also be referred to as Canadian-style bacon or Canadian bacon. Okay, this is, should I, I'm not going to read that. No, that's not good. Streaky bacon, back bacon, middle bacon. It is much like back bacon, but is cheaper and somewhat fattier with a richer flavor. Cottage bacon is thinly sliced. It is thin. (laughs) Okay, this is where the disintegration begins. Cottage bacon is the thinly sliced lean pork meat from a shoulder cut that is typically oval-shaped and meaty. It is cured and then sliced into round pieces for baking or frying. Jowl bacon, mmm, cured and smoked cheeks of pork. Didn't cheeks of pork just play the blind pig? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Hock is from the hog ankle joint between the ham and the foot. And gammon from the hind leg is traditionally Wiltshire cured. Perhaps Wiltshire? I, I don't know for sure. But... There's a lot to learn about bacon, and you can read a whole lot about it, as a matter of fact, on Wikipedia, which we might spend the next five hours doing, and it would really not hurt you one bit. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's a show about food, and I'm here to embody the spirit of Shake and Jake in any way I can, although I can't really be Shake and Jake. Nonetheless, speaking of chickens, I went to Google and typed in the word chicken, and I found this news item. This is from Sheboygan, Wisconsin, on the AP. A man faces a number of charges, including drug possession. After a traffic stop in which he was stunned several times with a taser and police found a live chicken. Let me just make sure I read that correctly. He was stunned several times with a taser and police found a live chicken. Yeah, that is that is what it says there. Richard D. Brown, 34, was charged with cocaine possession with intent to deliver, maintaining a drug trafficking place, resisting an officer, obstructing an officer, second offense operating while intoxicated, and operating after revocation. Okay, so the chicken I'm trying to find here. Um, Brown told the officers he got the fowl from a local fast food restaurant. Now, that's my kind of fast food restaurant that makes their own chicken nuggets on site. That's something that is extremely inspiring and something I did want you to know. Police taser man with chicken in car. There is a Sheboygan in Michigan, I believe, but this is Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and there that is. Now, this is another piece of news that I think you need to know about. People perhaps eating too much bacon 
another Michigan city, in fact, Saginaw, Michigan, there is an anti-obesity effort going on in Saginaw, and health officials say 68% of Saginaw County residents are overweight or obese. They're enlisting a Grammy winner to help them in a losing effort. Jazz guitarist George Benson is slated to play November 4th at Saginaw's Temple Theater. The proceeds will benefit the county health department's Step Up Saginaw campaign. A benefit concert last year by blues legend B.B. King raised $20,000 for the Saginaw Police Department. And so there you have it, George Benson playing to fight obesity in Saginaw. It's something you and I both need to know. Ham and eggs are flying at each other in the capital. And George Benson is throwing his guitar around to stop obesity, and guys are getting tasered with chickens in the car. It makes at least as much sense as what Shaky Jake, sorry, Shaken Jake, has been trying to tell us, and so that's that's what I'm thinking about right now. It's Pandora's Lunchbox, and I don't think this song has anything to do with food. City, I've been taken for lost, thank God, and I know for a long, long time. Fell in love years ago with an innocent girl from the Spanish and Indian home of the heroes and villains. Late at night, Cotillion squared the fight, and she was right in the rain of the bullets that eventually brought her down. But she's still dancing in the night and afraid of what a doodle do in a town full of heroes and villains. I never. Ah, 
Well, that wasn't really much about food, but that was kind of a reasonable tribute to Shake and Jake. A little bit of a grunt at the end and, you know, heroes and villains on the streets and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, Shake and Jake. So we're remembering him on Pandora's Lunchbox. But there's going to be a whole show which Arwolf has dubbed the Ritualistic Apotheosis of Shake and Jake, begins at 7 on Face the Music with Arwolf. In the meantime, a few assorted thoughts here. Sometimes Shaken, sometimes Jake, sometimes, you know. Okay, here, here's another piece of food news. This is from the Associated Press. I've been following this. It's a strange world. A federal court has approved a $25 million fine against Chiquita for payments it made to Colombian drug terrorists. That's the Chiquita banana folks. I am the top banana, they say. When I was growing up, I thought they said, I am the tough banana, which, you know, I guess if it's been in the in the freezer or... Anyway, the penalty was included in a plea agreement the company reached with the government in March. The fine is the largest ever imposed under U.S. counterterrorism laws. Chiquita also will be probation... Will also will be probation for five years. I think they're missing a word. The Justice Department said in a sentencing memo last week that it had decided against charging 10 company executives involved in the payoffs to the drug terrorists. Chiquita said in a court filing on Friday that it was forced to make the payments and was acting only to ensure the safety of its banana workers in Colombia. And again, did I mention that it's a strange world? Yes, I think I brought that up. That is true, as a matter of fact. But speaking of strange world and such, here's a piece of news here. This is actually also from the Associated Press. Is this it? Is this it? Oh, yeah, here we go. A mistrial has been declared for an environmentalist. This is also indirectly about food. A federal judge declared a mistrial this week in the case of a radical environmentalist who was charged with teaching others how to make Molotov cocktails. Rod Coronado gave his demonstration only a few hours after a $50 million arson fire in August 2003 destroyed an unfinished condo project nearby in an apparent attack by environmental terrorists. Jurors deliberated two days before sending a note to a U.S. district judge indicating they were deadlocked. The judge quickly declared a mistrial. Coronado was charged in February 2006 with a single count of distributing information on explosives, destructive devices, and weapons of mass destruction with the intent for his listeners to commit illegal acts of violence. Renowned for helping sink whaling ships and destroying fur farms, Coronado served nearly five years in federal prison for his involvement in a 1992 arson at a Michigan State University mink research facility. He renounced violence last year. And that's the news on Mr. Coronado there. Now, Molotov cocktails are something, I have to say, and I had to look them up. Now, there's a history of Molotov cocktails in Wikipedia. If you go to the Wikipedia site, there is a mural in Derry, Northern Ireland, of a young boy in a gas mask holding a petrol bomb during the Battle of the Bogside, August 1969. Now, the name Molotov cocktail is derived from Vyacheslav Mihailovich Molotov, I hope I did that all right. A Soviet People's Commissar for Foreign Affairs and Premier of the Soviet Union. During the build-up to World War II, when Finland refused to surrender some strategic ports to the Soviet Union, the Soviets invaded after the shelling of Manila. 
Minila. The Finnish army, facing Red Army tanks in what came to be known as the Winter War, borrowed an improvised incendiary device designed from the 1936 to 1939 Spanish Civil War. In that conflict, General Francisco Franco, who is still dead, ordered Spanish nationalists to use the weapon against Soviet tanks, supporting the Spanish Republicans. In a failed 1936 Soviet assault near Toledo, 30 kilometers from Madrid. This is key. When Molotov claimed in radio broadcasts that the Soviet Union was not dropping bombs, but rather delivering food to the starving Finns, the Finns started to call the air bombs Molotov bread baskets. Soon they responded by attacking advanced tanks with, quote, Molotov cocktails, unquote. At first, the term was used to describe only the burning mixture itself, but in practical use, the term was soon applied to the combination of both the bottle and its contents. This Finnish use of the hand or sling-thrown explosive against Soviet tanks was repeated in the subsequent Continuation War. Molotov cocktails were eventually mass-produced by the Alko Corporation at its Rayamaki distillery in Finland in, at a distillery making Molotov cocktails at a distillery, bundled with matches to light them. Production totaled 450,000 during the Winter War. The original design of Molotov cocktail was a mixture of ethanol, tar, and gasoline. Ethanol. Now, there's a lot of ethanol being produced in Michigan. I don't know what I'm saying, but there it is. It's a funny Michigan connection. Isn't it a funny world? It is definitely a strange and, and funny world. It's five minutes before 7 o'clock, and we are wrapping up the whole Pandora's Lunchbox deal. And we're coming close to the ritualistic apotheosis of Shake and Jake coming up with Arwolf and Face the Music. But I thought I might share a few other cocktails with you. These may be a little less dangerous, but they may knock you for a loop in a different kind of way. I went to a website called Jurgita.com, or perhaps Hurgito.com, starts with a J, talking about new cocktails. This one, the Tobago Fizz. This includes three parts golden rum, top-up soda water, and you all know what that means, one part cream, the juice of half a lemon, five ice cubes, half a teaspoon of sugar syrup, and a juice of half of an orange. Now, pour the ice cubes in a cocktail shaker, pour the lemon juice, orange juice, rum, cream, and sugar syrup over the ice, shake, then pour into a goblet, top up with soda water, decorate with an orange and strawberry slice on a cocktail stick. Now, the Southerly Buster is three parts whiskey, and, uh-oh, this is, this is a word that comes to me, and I know I can't pronounce it. One part blue Curacao, one lemon rind, and five ice cubes. This is much simpler. Put the ice cubes into a mixing glass, pour the Curacao and whiskey over the ice, and stir vigorously. Pour into a cocktail glass, decorate with the lemon rind. And finally, the gin cup. Three parts gin, oddly enough. Three mint sprigs. Mmm. One teaspoon of sugar syrup, crushed ice, and juice of half a lemon. Put the mint sprigs and sugar syrup into an old-fashioned glass and stir about to bruise... Stir about to bruise the mint slightly. Now, you see, there is a connection here. Molotov cocktails. There's violence involved in there. It's a cocktail. Now we have a cocktail that, that bruises mint. And I, I, it's, the connections in life are pretty startling, uh, especially when you're babbling. Fill the glass with crushed ice, add the lemon juice and gin, and stir. And keep stirring, keep listening to Pandora's Lunchbox for the next three and a half minutes, and then tune in at seven to Face the Music with Arwolf, which is coming right up in just a moment. We're going to wrap up Face Arwolf uh, Lunchbox Pandora. We're going to wrap up whatever it is I'm talking about with a little bit of Shake and Jake in front of a live studio audience on the public radio show, What Do You Know? And it goes a little something like this. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Well, Shake 
can take at the web dot com yeah. of the car. Yeah. You're That's on the web now, too. I'm on the web. Not just around town. Uh, you've been a people, everyone, you, you come here and they say to yeah. you, Shaken Jake yeah, is I'm the man. Shaken Jake at the web. Yeah. Con, uh, Yukon, Dane, that's the web. <laughs> so you're on the web. Yeah, I'm on the web. And this is this your manager here? Yeah, my uh, agent. Your agent. Name yeah. uh, Matthew. Yeah. Matthew Gibson. What gigs has he gotten you so far? Well, he he get me this, yeah. and now, <laughs> and now, I'm going up higher. I'm gonna amputate the web. Uh huh. So I'm a comedian myself. Yeah, no, you are, and you're doing better than I am. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a comedian myself. You are. Right. Yeah. Right. But this uh, this agent, this is the only gig he's gotten you. Well, we're gonna get more. Yeah. Okay. I'm been appetizing the web. Yeah. Chicken Jake on the web. Jake at the web. Yeah. Don Con. Yeah. That's what I want. I want all the customers. I got one million customers. I'm at three million. You have one million customers? Yeah, right now, and I'm going for 12 million. 12 million. And what do you supply these customers with? Now, what I'm going to do, yeah. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to help everybody in the world, yeah. and I'm going to make a ton of money. But I ain't going to hog it. No. I'm going to be famous in yeah. every city in the world. Okay. I'm going to make millions. Oh, well, okay. And I'm going to help people, yeah. and no one going to be home because I'm going to feed the world. Oh, well, thank, thank you. you right thank you, Jake. And the, and the word goes out here. Nice to meet you. From me. Thank you. I got... What does that say there? It says uh, Jake uh, at thebigshow.com. This is the website you're just talking That's about. That's me. That's me. All right. We'll look you up on the internet now, so it's not just in Ann Arbor. Nice to meet you. I got my record. What do you got there? I got to move on, Jake. I got lots of stuff. You got bumper stickers? I and... got my record to say I'm for 12 Okay, you're on tape, too? Yeah. You can do the music, you do the everything. I do everything. You're the ambassador at large. Right. Goodwill. And I'm going to feed everybody in the world. Okay. I'm going everywhere. Everywhere. And I'm going to make sure people eat. I ain't going to be greedy. I'm going to help everybody in the world. Thanks, Jake. Uh, I appreciate that. You have a good heart. Nice to meet you. Thanks for the t-shirt. Thank you once again, Jake. It's Shaky Jake's What Do You Know, ladies and gentlemen. And Mayor, you want to say anything? A tough act to follow. He just had the unofficial mayor. Here's the official mayor of the city of Ann Arbor, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? Very well. Mayor Sheldon. Yes. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Yeah, me too. It's 7 o'clock. This is Radio Free Ann Arbor. WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, experimental radio from the University of Michigan, run by students with a lot of help from members of the Ann Arbor community. We're the voice of the underground intellectual resistance movement, broadcasting from high atop the basement of the Student Activities Hotel. Right now, we'd like to bring in the Art Ensemble of Chicago, and they're going to assist us with the opening of The Ritualistic Apotheosis of Shake and Jake Woods. (laughs) 